You're listening to the Abiding Word Podcast, and I'm Pastor Sam Johnson from Abiding Word Lutheran Church in Bowling Green, Ohio. We're a confessional Lutheran church, part of the Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Join us every week and learn about the mysteries of God as revealed to us in His Holy Word, the Bible. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Our sermon text is written in 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning with the third verse. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he gave us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead into an inheritance that is undying, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Through faith, you are being protected by God's power for the salvation that is ready to be revealed at the end of time. Because of this, you rejoice very much, even though now, for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various kinds of trials so that the proven character of your faith, which is more valuable than gold, which passes away even though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him now, yet by believing in him, you are filled with a joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And we pray. These are your words, Holy Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In July of the year AD 64, Rome burned. Just three months later, the Roman Emperor Nero blamed Christians for the fire. What followed was horrible treatment of Jesus' followers. Some were crucified. Others were used as human torches to light Nero's gardens at night. It was around this time that the Apostle Peter wrote his first book. He addressed churches located in the Roman provinces of Asia Minor. Even though these churches were not in the center of Rome, they too were experiencing some sort of persecution. Peter even explains that they were suffering a fiery trial. We don't know what that means for sure, but we do know that it was definitely unpleasant. Just the thought of what the early Christian church endured can make our spines tingle. Persecution is terrible. It can make people wonder if it's worth being a Christian. And when persecution is drawn out for any length of time, it can cause discouragement. And so, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Peter encourages these suffering churches. His words are full of hope and comfort. They are God's words. They transcend time and are full of truth. And so these words are also for us. Today, God wants us to know that we are born into a living hope, we are protected by God's power, and we are receiving the goal of our faith. Peter writes, 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he gave us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, into an inheritance that is undying, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. God has great mercy. He is merciful even to poor sinners like you and me. In fact, we were his enemies. Your sinful nature is opposed to everything good and holy. It hates God and his word. Sinners deserve God's wrath and punishment. But God gives undeserved love to sinners. He loves us so much that he sent his eternally begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, into the world. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary. He came to live in our place and die our deserved death. He bore persecution and the worst pain imaginable upon the cross, including the penalty of hell for our sins. He breathed his last breath. And then, as true God, Jesus rose again. The resurrection on Easter morning proves that Jesus has forgiven our sins. It proves that he is stronger than the devil. It proves that he is even more powerful than death. The forgiveness Jesus won becomes yours by faith. In the cleansing waters of baptism, you were given a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Baptism unites you with Christ's death and resurrection. Your sinful nature has been crucified with Christ, and you have also risen with him to a new life of faith. Jesus says, Amen, amen, I tell you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. You now have a new man. You have been washed clean. You believe in Jesus. This is all the work of the Holy Spirit. A child doesn't have a choice if he or she is born into this world. In a similar way, we can't choose to be born again. Our rebirth is all the work of God. And now, by faith, you have the hope of heaven. We often talk about things on this earth that we hope to do. Maybe it's a vacation, or learning an instrument, or plans with your job. But there's no way to know for sure if it will happen. Plans run amiss. We might have financial problems, a lack of volunteers, or health problems that get in the way. However, the hope that we have through Jesus is different. Through faith in Jesus, you are given a living hope into an inheritance. You have the living hope of heaven right now. This is God's promise. And you have faith that accepts his promises. This hope is certain and sure. It is a hope anchored in the living Christ who rose again from the dead. This is a hope based upon God's almighty power. Peter gets very specific and personal. He says, heaven is for you. You have heaven. You have the most important treasure through faith in Jesus. 
It doesn't matter what you have in this life. It doesn't matter how famous you are, how much money you have, or if you are old, or if you struggle with health problems. The all-powerful God is protecting your inheritance in heaven. He will not lose it. As his dear children, he guarantees that one day you will be there too. Jesus rose from the dead. And so, by faith in him, it is guaranteed that you too will rise. You have a perfect, eternal, and glorious paradise waiting for you. You will see your loved ones in Christ again. The Christians in the provinces of Rome suffered greatly. They were faced with fiery trials. But they knew that all that they experienced was worth it. A little suffering during this time on earth is so insignificant when compared to an eternity in heaven. And they also were comforted in the fact that God guarded and protected them. This is also true for us. Through faith, you are being protected by God's power. By faith in Jesus, you are God's children. The same God who created the universe also has you in his powerful hands. He will not let you go. And through the word and sacraments, God strengthens you for all that you face. It is there that he promises to be with you. Because you are his children, he listens to your prayers and promises to give you everything you need. And on top of all of that, you also have guardian angels that watch over you, even when you sleep. We may not have the same fiery trials that the churches in Asia Minor endured, and yet we still have challenges. America continues to become more like Rome. There's persecution in the form of social pressure. At schools, it's tempting to fit in with the rest of the world. And it's unfortunate, but at many schools, teaching about the Bible and Jesus is no longer accepted. In the media, Christians are portrayed as unloving and hateful. When we see the changing culture around us, it's apparent that there may even be a day in which we face physical persecution or even death for following Jesus. In our own personal lives, we also face great challenges. We struggle with health problems and relationship issues. We still fight against our sinful nature. We sin again and again. The devil is on the prowl. Those who are close to us suffer and eventually die. At times we are grieved so deeply in this world of sin. With all of our trials, it can be easy to doubt God. It's easy to become discouraged. And yet, all of these trials refine our faith and prove that we trust in Jesus. The more we suffer, the more Jesus shines into our lives. His power is evident in our suffering. Today, God tells you, I have you in my all-powerful hand. I am not letting you go. You have my divine protection against all evil and against all enemies who wish you harm. I strengthen you through my word. I forgive you every time you sinfully doubt or despair. Trust me. 
I will preserve you throughout your entire life. And even in death, I will not leave your side. I am stronger than death, and you have an inheritance preserved for you in heaven. So you rejoice, even in persecution and difficulties, and even in the face of death. Your faith in Jesus is more precious than gold, and your faith will be found to result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Here on this earth, we have a mixture of emotions. Life as a Christian doesn't mean that we will always have happiness and perfection. At times, we are sad. We can feel desperate, discouraged, grieved, and full of doubt. Lift up your hearts. You have a living hope. Today, God encourages you. We have a resurrected Lord who is triumphant over all of our sin, over all of our enemies, and even over death. The Apostle Peter saw the resurrected Lord with his own two eyes. It's because of the resurrection that even though we grieve, we also rejoice. Peter writes, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you have, do not see him now, yet by believing in him, you are filled with a joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Words cannot explain this joy. It is a joy that we have even when we attend the funerals of our loved ones. It is a joy we have even when we are disliked by others for following Jesus. And even when we are verbally and physically abused, and even when we die, you are receiving the goal of your faith. No one can take that away. Not even death. This earth is temporary. Our lives here are limited. And yet, even right now, we are receiving the goal of our faith. Right now, you have eyes of faith that see your resurrected Lord and Savior. He gives you heaven. By faith, you receive this promise every time you come to church. And every time you read God's word at home. This is your living hope. It is certain. Many Christians in the early church were accustomed to suffering. They experienced a fiery trial. And yet, they were full of rejoicing. They had God's words of encouragement. By faith in Jesus, they had heaven. In a similar way, we also face difficulties in life. We are also grieved by this world, sin, and the attacks of the devil. And so, God encourages us today with our living hope of eternal life in heaven. Your inheritance is protected by God. And on this earth, you also have God's protection. Your trials in life draw you closer to him. He loves you so much to allow his son to be persecuted and killed. And just as Jesus rose after suffering, you will too. His resurrection gives you joy and a living hope. You are kept by the almighty and all-powerful God, even in suffering and the fiery trials of life. Lift up your hearts. 
be encouraged. You have an inheritance that is undying, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. Amen.